0: All right, welcome to an episode of out from the cube with our uh weekly guest jason wells and again i'm gonna start by apologizing ahead of time i uh on the front of maybe a a cadence that we got into um it's also an apology to jason but we are both busy we're both being pulled a number of different directions and i've been locked down with a client so my time has been uh hard to come by to get uh, an episode out. And actually what we're doing today is Jason and I got together on maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. It's Friday right now and recorded our best episode. <laughs> the Best episode we have recorded, the best episode that I have recorded and produced and put out. And the audio was horrible. We spent easily an hour and we could have gone on and on and on. And once we got the audio and started listening to it, I posted it to, uh, to YouTube uh, the internet at Jason's house or apartment was not working as well as it should have, so we we scrapped it. See how,
1: see, see how you put the blame on I, me. Right I there? did. I put the blame. We'll talk about that. It's <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, I, I was always taught that the blame is always the fault of the better player, so I'll take that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Perfect. So I did throw you under the bus, but so no. But we, as we recorded that episode, I, I every once in a while I was saying, "Hey, Jason's audio is uh, our audio." I should have said our audio. It's not as <laughs> it should have. So that, that that there's a lesson in there, right? Uh, it's, Absolutely. Jason, uh, Jason's audio is messed up, but our audio was messed up. So I am going to start this. Uh, just how we started the last uh, episode that we're, we're essentially trying to recreate it, but I know it's going to go a different direction than the last one, which is fine. Um, but first things to start out is, um, I did say this the last episode, um, you can tell a lot about a person by how they treat children and how they treat the elderly. And that is, I think that's a Don Meyer thing, or at least I heard it from Don Meyer. I'm not saying it's, uh, it's unique to Don Meyer. Um, but what he said, uh, what he means by that is those are two groups uh, that can never repay you. you doing something great for a You know, what I'm watching right now on Instagram, and maybe you're seeing it a little too, Jason, is last night I watched the Celtics play. Uh, who did they play last night? I watched it and I uh, forgot who they played. Uh, but at the end of the game, Kyrie Irving is now giving his shoes away. So he gives Mm. these these shoes away. And I watched uh, something the other day where Russell Westbrook was Mm. on the road and he saw some kid up in the upper bowl or something like that, and he gave his shoes away. And that that, that touches people. And I think Mm. it touches people because – those kids can never repay. And it's, the, it's, it's a kid and you're fulfilling his dreams, all this sort of stuff, right? But how you treat kids, what you do for kids, knowing they can't repay you. What's that have to do with us is um, Alan Stein came on our show when we were like 10 episodes in and gave two hours of his time. And, he, and Alan Stein, in my mind, is really something. He's really making a name for himself. He's on the speaking circuit. He's working with elite companies. He's worked with elite professional players, all this sort of stuff. And he came on our show knowing that we, there's no way that I can repay him. Uh, and that speaks volumes of who Alan Stein is. What, why am I bringing that up? Is Alan Stein is releasing a book in the next month. And that is one, re, one way we can repay him. Is uh, if you are listening to this, go get his book on Amazon. You can pre-order it right now. It's called Raise Your Game. Uh, I can, uh, my brother has written about 23 books and I know the work and the time and uh the frustration and stress that that puts on him so I know Alan put in a lot of stress to that um and I know you're tight with Jason uh Jason you are tight with Alan um and I know that you are you're kind of working on a book right now as well, aren't you
1: I am um I'm actually going to I talked to the lady the same day that we talked and uh yeah, we're looking at my son's birthdays are March 31st and mm. April 2nd, two days apart by three years. Mm. And, I, and the lady that I spoke to, I actually told her if I could give them a book as a birthday present, that would be the most amazing thing ever. So we're going to, uh, to work really hard. I got a lot of the content done already, but we're going to work really hard to get this done in four months.
0: Really? So, that, that's, so uh, we've never talked about this. <laughs> now, um, have, you, have you started the book?
1: Yeah so basically the book is is done oh. uh as far as as far as I'm concerned with the content so now it's a matter of getting it to her as a professional and uh she has a team that she works with as editors and and um you know how to arrange the content and transition the content these are all her words I'm not a book person at all I I read them but I don't know how to put together, but these are her words, transitions, and um, acknowledgement, introduction. So the content for me of the book is actually done. So now it's, it's in her hands and her team to actually make it into into a book form. Wow,
0: how long did it take you to put all that content together?
1: Oh my goodness! Um, you know, I, as I sit and think about it, probably not very long, uh, whatever that means. um, shoot I don't know I, I saw John Gordon one time say he in his book he really sits down and kind of just writes for three or four days at a time and probably if I were to put it all together it would probably pan out to be that it's, it's mm-hmm. probably three or four days of, of just intentional writing of, of knowing what I wanted to write about um, a lot of this one has a, 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 a athletic focus with a leadership undertone um, you know, this is when I was in the, in the basketball world doing skill development, you know, full-time, either as a business or, or when we were working together um, with the organization here in St. Louis. So, um, yeah, it, it's it kind of just – it's a brainchild of mine that I just kind of sat down and started writing, and, and it didn't take very long at all.
0: Hmm. So, not that I've ever thought about writing a book, but if I you were did. to sit there and <laughs> say, okay, I'm going to write a book – My, the first limiting belief to use a Tony Robbins phrase, limiting belief Mm. on why I can't get something done is without question. The first thing I would think of is I'm just not a good writer. Like I, the reason we went with this, this platform of podcasting (laughs) is, and I'm not suggesting I'm a good talker. Um, I'm I'm suggesting I'm a better
1: radio voice. You definitely have a radio voice. (laughs) I am suggesting (laughs)
0: that I am a better talker than I am a writer. Now to what level? Those things are, they're probably both like, well, you know, I could be an F writer and a D minus talker, but at least sure. so that's why we ended up on this medium of podcasting. But <laughs> are you a good writer? Like, would you consider yourself, like, when you sit down and write, I would be sitting there going, man, this is the, the thought, the idea, what I'm thinking about makes sense. But when I see it on paper, this is garbage. Like, are you, are yeah. you a good writer?
1: So it's, it's, it's exactly what you just said. I wouldn't necessarily refer to myself as some amazing writer. Um, but what you just said is exactly what motivates me is the fact that I'm just writing my thoughts out. Um, I I feel like it it turns out pretty well, but it is literally that it is literally me just writing what's in my mind. And Hmm. that's probably a a point on why it doesn't take very long because it's already, (laughs) it's already in there. Right. So I, I just, I just write and, um, yeah, I don't have writer's block or anything like that. I don't find myself in, in times where I can't write because I, I'm not sitting down to write. And when I do sit down to write, I I know what I'm writing about. I'll have a topic. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this on a previous episode or not, but um, JV, who, who's one of my favorite rappers, he has a line in one of his older songs and, and him and Nas, another rapper, were kind of going through a little rap battle beef about 10 years ago, and um, Nas said something, and Jay-Z sampled that line. He took a, he took that line and used it in one of his songs, and then it came back and forth. And anyway, long story short, Jay-Z said in response to Nas, he says, yeah, I used your voice. You were using it wrong. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Mm. Um, and that basically means, like, I took your line, which was really good, and I made a whole song out of it, in- and that being one of my favorite lines. Um, but I also, that's kind of what I do, as much content as you and I both consume. How I usually get inspired is by hearing someone else say a certain line or say something that really resonates with me. And then I take that idea and I, and I come back and run with it. So um, right. that's really how a lot of my writing is inspired is, is their statement triggers a thought. Mm-hmm. And then I just go with it.
0: That's actually a big part of this podcast is I I consume all this content on my own time and take notes on all these different things to inspire me and get me to think about things and how I can be a better, you know, a better person, a better better father, a better employee, a better, you know, uh, to the community that I'm a part of, like all that sort of stuff. Right. But it's taking it in and then distributing it out how I see it. Right. And that's really how this podcast has kind of come about. Um, Before we go any further, uh, you know, we've done a number of these. But you got to talk about these posters behind you. I keep looking at these. (laughs) Right. So you've got for those that are listening to the podcast, you can go to YouTube and look at these. But he's got you've got three. And I know we're on a time crunch. and We actually have a hard stop today, so we can't go over. And I don't want to waste our time. But you've got three pictures behind you of you dunking. And I don't think those aren't Indiana State colors. So that's nope. you playing professionally. I'm guessing. I would yes, like to is. think the one to your left shoulder is you dunking with the against the Los Angeles Lakers because I see yellow <laughs> and purple.
1: But I don't think it
0: is. I don't think that's you
1: dunking on the Lakers. No, but but wait wait till you see if only you wait wait till you see how this story stands. And so I'm sitting in my office. Right. Um, so what you see is corner of my bookshelf here. Yep. Um, these, these are actually pictures of the exact same season, which was my second season in Australia. Uh, and I played up north in the country in a city called, Kent. we would say Cairns as Americans. They say Cairns, like C-A-N-N-F, no R. Um, and Cairns is, is a northeastern city, tropical city. Um, it's actually where the Great Barrier Reef starts. And so, literally finding Nemo, like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I did um, snorkeling. I didn't do scuba diving. That's too much. Um, but yeah, so this this picture is not the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the Sydney Kings, and the twist to that is that Sydney Kings team was coached by Brett Brown, who is now the coach mm-hmm. of the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, and. Um, Brett Brown also coached Dave Simmons, who is Ben Simmons' dad, who was my teammate my first year in Australia. Really? And so, yeah, man, there's it's a lot of twists to that. So that's actually um, an MVP that I got from that year. That's the MVP plaque that they gave me. And this one over my right shoulder, I don't know how well you can see it, no. is actually one of the most awesome things I've ever seen. So it's the same dunk, the same picture but it's two different photographers. And so one photographer took it, if this is the basket, one photographer took it from this angle, one photographer took it from that angle, and if you glance at it, it looks like it's just the same dunk and the picture just reversed. but it's actually only like Mm. milliseconds off from it being the exact same shot on this one. This one, the ball is Mm. through the net just a little bit more. And so the the two photographers took this picture and um and put it into a a uh basically what would, would be like their version of the pulitzer um and really? they they got they got second place did they yeah. really that's a great <laughs> yeah. story yeah. yeah yeah, so for those that are yeah. again
0: just listening on the podcast, we do post these to YouTube if you <laughs> want to see these pictures of uh of jason dunking that's a that's a great story, so they that's that, that is that's great that's great and so I know we're on a time crunch here, and we want to. Yeah. There's no way
1: talk nothing about the topic.
0: Yeah, there's no way that we are actually going to get to cover the things that we we did talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to that, and this is not at all what we brought up the other day, um, and this this could take us down a different road. The, the, these these pictures behind you, um, and mm. correct me if I am wrong. You and I did a podcast. The first podcast we ever did was on a different podcast. Than than out from the cube. We did one with a uh, uh, coach and beer. One maybe two, maybe a year and a half or so ago. Yep. And we talked about teams and things like that. And we talked about your extensive background with all the different teams you've been a part of, and um, and what you've learned from those teams. All this sort of stuff. That's what we talked about. And totally correct me if I'm wrong. You said the best team that you have ever been a part of was the team in Australia, but in terms of winning and losing, it was maybe the worst.
1: So Not that showed, it was. You know, so
0: I got the story right. So these pictures behind you are both from your time in Australia. I think you only played maybe one or two years in Australia for yeah, maybe three, three. three years yeah. with the same team, possibly. But it was nope. the best team, but the worst. Okay, so I got some of it wrong. Best team, <laughs> yeah. Best
1: experience, but worst team. Worst team. So, so these two years, this was actually my second year, and I played for this team a third year. But the story that you're talking about was my first year in Australia, which was in a city named, again, we would say Canberra. They say Canberra, um, C-A-N-B-R-A. And Canberra is the the capital of Australia, but it's really the capital only because, like, D.C. is the capital for us. It's not capital population-wise. It's where all of the political buildings and things like that are. And so Canberra is about three and a half hours south. West of Sydney, um, maybe even south, maybe just straight south, but south of Sydney, and uh, I played there for one year. On that team, I had my college point guard who was two years younger than me. When I was a senior, he was a sophomore. Um, he played his years. I played my first couple years overseas. my third year, his first year. we were teammates. Um, our teammate was our backup point guard was a guy named Dave Patrick. Who is now the head coach at UC? Uh, one of the UCs, one of the California schools. Um, he's worked in the NBA. He was an assistant under Jamie Dixon um, at Pitt. I'm sorry, not at Pitt, but at TCU. Um, our our big man was Dave Simmons, Ben Simmons' dad. Like that, like that team was was unbelievable. When you're talking about young guys, middle of the road guys, bet guys. Um the way, we, com- the, the way we, we bonded, it was unbelievable. We had, we had a guy named Paul Vandenberg, who now is doing some really awesome things with an Australian rules football team over there. Uh, he was actually the first Aboriginal player to play in the NBL, which was the top division. Like that team was unbelievable. It just did not translate into wins. We were three and twenty-five which is the worst statistical record that I've ever had on any team. Um, but it's also, as I look back at that, you can see probably the, the the memories. I got so many things running through my mind right now. And the thing that, I, that that team resonates with me is in any team you're in, just because you bond well, just because everything works, just because that was the best team ever does not translate into success. It does not. It does so, not, and and I, mean, I feel like it's like that in life.
0: Now, uh, yeah. So there's all sorts of business and uh, you know business and organizational lessons in there. Uh, is it simply just because you weren't good enough? Like the talent wasn't there? You had the wrong people? Was it a role definition? Was it coaching? Was it motivate? Yeah, you're all shaking your head that. like all of it, right? <laughs> all, all of
1: that. Like our, our coach, our coach was is a Hall of Famer, an Australian Hall of Famer. His name is Cal Bruton. Um, his son is C.J. Bruton, who played at Iowa State and played in the NBA for a couple years. Cal is a long time. He's an American guy that's been in Australia for a million years. Um, everything, everything about that team was awesome, except for game night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> except for game night, and, and yeah, it was. You know, Cal, his his coaching was kind of lost in translation uh, as far as how we were receiving it as younger players. Nate and I were. Were the stars, but we were the youngest two. Um, We had vets on the team that were literally at the tail end of their career. We had guys. It was was a little bit of everything, and it just, it just didn't. Yeah. At some
0: point, I mean, we we've talked on here about what's. This is me. This is just my belief, and I, you yeah. may agree with it, but, you know, people talk in coaching about, uh, in, in terms of basketball, what's the most important thing to you where they say, you know, offenses or defenses, and you go to these clinics and offense, defense, and I would say, you know, the most important thing to me is team dynamics, team chemistry, and how well people get along, and then the idea is, well, if that's the most important thing to you, actually, how much time do you spend? working on that if it's the most and everybody talks about that right where I do think that is part of it and to kind of think about what you're doing and even in the business world you could have this great team that really gets along and has these happy hours every Friday at 4 30 and you know everybody
1: it means at some
0: point and so the I the mindset what I kept thinking about when you were talking was you know a donkey's never won the Kentucky Derby You know, a donkey has never won the Derby. Right. And so at some point you need thoroughbreds and you need people that can play and you've got to go recruit. And it's the same way in the business world. Right. Um, I'm never going to be the rock star developer. I'm not going to be the one to sit in front of a whiteboard and architect this great technical IT solution. Right. So you better find somebody that can. But I know what I can do. I know what I can do. I know how I can provide value to an IT team, right? Um, yeah. But it's that mindset. You need. You probably had a great team. The chemistry was a plus, but you need. You need some thoroughbreds that can run we, that. We were, way.
1: George, man. Like there, they were the individual components of that team were unbelievable. It was. It was us as a team. Like I'm. Moving, you know, and uh, I'm going through some of my old articles. I'm looking through and and things that I wanted to keep to start to build a scrapbook. I'm looking at things from that season. Um, You know, the the, Australia, the Australian League is is mirrored off of the NBA League. So there's NBL, they call it the NBL, National Basketball League. The the NBL has periodicals and and things that are specific towards that league. And I'm, I'm looking through some of the newspapers. Um, The Clippings say, our name was the Canberra Cannons. The the Canberra Cannons are the NBA's version of the Clippers. This is when the Clippers were awful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's another one the next next week that says, Nate Green and Jason Wells would beat anybody in this league two on two. Mm -hmm. But that also inferred that the rest of our team was awful. (laughs) There were so many dynamics with that team. It just didn't matter. Like, we were talented. We got our art. Nate is a 6'5 left handed point guard. You know, I am a 6'8 swing man that can do a little bit of everything. We had, we had everything. It just it, did it, it work. And yes, this is, this is team work in life. Just because you put together the best teams does not translate. Look, let I me mean, even look at Golden State now. Talent wise, they're amazing. And now look what's becoming their downfall, especially in 2018. Their downfall is becoming ego. Mm. And you know, that Canberra team that we're talking about, that was the first situation to where I started to understand the business of basketball, understanding that, or the business of teamwork, understanding that, man, a general manager, you got to be able to not only find the puzzle pieces, but find the puzzle pieces and put them together and orchestrate them so they move, and those puzzle pieces don't start with you as the curator. They start with you basically controlling, you know, I'm, I'm using theater terms, but you controlling the puppet, which is the head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, again, you hear these teams, these athletic teams, talk about how the GM and the coach don't get along. It's what's happening in Green Bay with, um, with yep. the coach that just got fired. You know, new ownership came in, and all of a sudden, the GM is playing like the owner. And I don't really want the coach; and I want my guy in here. You know, guys want their guys in here because their guys are going to do what they want to be done. Right. You know, that's. that's, that's, that's
0: I'll tell you, I'm really finding the more I do this, and and, and (laughs) that I'm out. You know, all my years in athletics, but now all my years that I have spent in the business and IT world, um, and and observe leadership and observe. The high-functioning team, and observe the the team that is frustrated and not performing, even though they have the talent. Sure. Uh, I do circle back to that word that you used of ego. I really circle yeah, back to absolutely. That of absolutely. control and ego, and and how that just can cripple how how that can just cripple great teams, great organizations, great creativity, and uh, great collaboration. All that it just can cripple, it. and I've seen I've seen some of the most talented people. Uh, absolutely with no ego and, yeah. and how they uplift and just continue to crush it. Hey, I know we're on a time crunch and we're eight after, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I, no, I, I want to come back to this. And, and, you know, I know we talk about a million things and actually yep. I'm yep. going to write it down. Um, this can be something that we could talk about in a, in a future episode. So, you know, you hear uh, commentators talk about certain guys being role players mm-hmm. and that I don't I think you know this but I have literally played at every position on a team that you could, that you could potentially play on. I have been the guy that didn't come out the game and I've been the guy that didn't get in the game <laughs> and I, and everywhere in between. And being everywhere in between is again added to the experience of me being able to share these stories. So I hear that term. I hear commentators talk about role player, role player, role player. Everybody's a role player. Mm everybody's a role player. The role player isn't just the guy that does that. The stats don't show up or, you know, th- those guys we think about, the, the, the garbage guy sometimes he's referred to in our sport. Like that or, – or the offensive line in football. Like those guys aren't just role players. Tom Brady is a role player too. LeBron James is a role player too. His role is just different <laughs> from the other right. guys on the team. His role is to be the superstar. And That's those teams point. that you're talking about were ego – Comes in is where it's not necessarily a personal ego. I don't think to start with. I think it starts with a misunderstanding of what your role is, and now that Mm -hmm. transfers over into when you when there's a misunderstanding or miscommunication. Most times it turns into negative, and it turns into an inward thought. Mm -hmm. It's Carmelo Anthony. He can't appreciate his role on another team or his role at this point of his career his role at this point of his career is not what it was when it was in different. Right. So yeah, man, we, we can, we can dive into that in another episode, but.
0: Right. Role definition for a leader is really important, but then it's, you know, uh, uh, yeah, we could go on this, but I, I, I know I, I used to have like four bullet points. And again, I think I stole it from coach Meyer, this idea of, you know, roles, like it's, you know, defining your role, accepting your role, fulfilling your role and enhancing your role maybe right it's kind of yep. those things and you know you have to and that's leadership stuff this is I, granted we're, we're dropping a lot of names of basketball and athletics but this is really business that you got to have role definition you have Absolutely. to know what what your xp and then as an employee you, you i need to accept my role i know what my, you role accept is my company you, I, accept you got to accept it's a role now i my my goal in my mind is I know exactly what my role is with Polaris Solutions. I know what is expected of me. I know what I need to deliver. And I, know, I need to know what I need to focus on, without question. I accept yeah. that role. In my yeah. mind, I'm always looking to enhance my role. I want
1: to know absolutely. what it is. absolutely, Absolutely. Um, just, just because you accept your role doesn't mean that that's your role forever. You stay in that role, of course. You go out, you get better, your role gets elevated. Your, your role shifts into another. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right, and it is, it is without – it is the – lead, the leader has to make sure that uh, – but you were – I've never heard you say that before, and I really like that, it, this idea of a role player. Because uh, when you started saying that, I sat there and said, yeah, I'm a role player. I'm a role yeah. player at uh, – you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not the elite IT guy, right? I'm, I'm not going to sit here on this whiteboard. And I, uh, when you said that, I immediately thought that, yeah, that's me. But you know yeah. what? So is our best guy. And I've, I've yeah. never heard it phrased that way. Um, yeah. Everybody has a role. You've also shaped me in this. Now, now we're, we're clearly not going to get to what we were originally going to do. <laughs> you, you changed my mindset with this and how I think about this. I used to say this, and I think you corrected me on it. So for those that don't know, Jason and I spent a year, year and a half, two or three days a week doing basketball from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. It and 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., something like that. And it was yeah. Loved it. Enjoyed every day we were together. Um, I said something to the group one day. I said, you know, as a college coach or as a coach, uh, the two things you do not want to be as a player are selfish and soft. And I remember Mm -hmm. saying that, like, we want tough kids that are unselfish. Think of other people and all that. You either corrected me privately or you corrected me in front of the group, which was fine. But if it were (laughs) in front of the group, it was fine. But um, this idea of being selfish (laughs) um you you said you you need to be selfish and i kind yeah. of raised an eyebrow and i may not get this right but then the the how you phrased it and i stole it was michael jordan was selfish he Absolutely. knew what he knew what his role was he knew that he had to facilitate all this he knew he had to get the most shots and when and he was going to be selfish to fulfill his role and what was expected Absolutely. of him and I, that Absolutely. that hit me too that hit me really hard and i was like He's absolutely right. Once you figure out what your role is or what you're skilled at or what you're great at or how you can produce a product or get a sale or how you close a sale, whatever it is, I'm going to be selfish with what I am skilled at.
1: Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? Like that, it, it, is why, it is also the reason why the young LeBron James got so much of a knock because he doesn't. He didn't at that time. I don't think have that Michael Jordan mentality, that Kobe Bryant mentality of. But I still think that he he, he starred in his role. LeBron James has always. I watched him play the other night. Uh, they were playing San Antonio, mm-hmm. and he had just hit I think six straight points. He had two two threes, um, two big threes to bring them back as they were coming back. And the next time down the floor, he caught the ball, brought it down in transition, drove down the lane, and hit Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. In the corner for a closeout three, and again, I know we're talking a lot of basketball, but but it, this this will tie into. He hits Lonzo Ball, who is a non-shooter, in the corner for what uh, what should be a wide open three. That was the correct basketball play. That was the correct thing to do. LeBron James is it is not his fault that Lonzo Ball is not a great shooter. Mm-hmm. He made the correct basketball play, and so. And knowing your role, and this is what I looked up, so this is the way that, I can't remember where I heard it, I want to say Coach Eastman, who we talked about before we started to record, um, is, he said, know your role, believe in your role, stay in your role, and star in your role. Mm. And and the only part in there is that stay in your role, because I do feel like you can elevate where you go, and, But but the star in your role part is, you got to know, like, everybody's not the shooter. Everybody's not the scorer. Everybody's not the rebounder. Give this rap when I just, just posted a post or, or captured a post. Um, Zero points, 28 rebounds, mm. three assists, no blocks, no steals. That is starring in your role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is starring in your role. Mm-hmm. That is not his job to score points. It is his job to get rebounds. And in his case, it is his job to get every rebound. And so, well, again, whether you're talking boardroom uh locker room, bedroom, knowing your role, knowing what you bring to your personal relationships, whether it be romantically or whether it be family, knowing what you bring to your occupational relationships, that is why I love I'm pointing to my board here right right <laughs> that is that is why love is is so important, and I know it's a tough word to talk about in the quote unquote corporate world, but it it's it's imperative. We, but but there's a process and this is the process we'll go through and I'm not going to give you everything but I will give you the words so the process for me is connect trust love we got to connect first we got to have relationship first after we have relationship now we can start to trust each other now we can be honest with each other mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me now we can talk about blame and accountability and all of those things but if there's no relationship that that that's not going to happen now we connect we trust we trust each other now we can love each other but you're not gonna start with love. You don't walk up to a lady on the street and say, I love you. Right. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a connection and some trust there first and then you get to that point. And it's the same thing in the business world. But we're just talking about a bunch of men, primarily, mm-hmm. who, you know, I, I could go, I could go yeah. deep. Listen, <laughs> you know, men, men who, men who struggle with love in their personal lives whether it be romantic or family or whatever. And now here I come in telling them that they need to love the people that they work with. Like, I don't even love the people that I'm supposed to love. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, so so this, this is what I do. I, I help people to understand you know, connect and relationship is yep. first, and now we can build on that.
0: Yeah, let's jump on that a little bit, and and listen for those that are listening uh, and, and to Jason. We have roughly 13 minutes. We do have a hard stop today. We have 13 <laughs> minutes, and we're going to. I'm going to bring up something that is going to take us 90 minutes to discuss, and we've got it in there. <laughs> um, but I, I want to give some um, some weight to this. You got asked recently to go to a well-known. We're not. We're not going to say the name of the company, but a well a company that everybody knows. Yep. Um, and you got asked to come and speak to a team, a group executives, a number of people. And one, I'm one, I'm really, uh, fascinated and interested in where your career goes. Cause I, cause I, I believe in what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I believe on right. where you're going to end up and all that. I like, I believe it. So you having this opportunity with this company, I'm fascinated by it. Cause I know you'll hit it out of the park. One, I'm interested in, I guess, how you got the gig. And then two, you know, I have an idea about what you're going to talk about. If I were to hire you, and I know you, like, hey, this is what I uh, come come speak to my team, come speak to my company, and and hammer it out, and I believe in, in, in the message. But they actually asked you, like, you you they asked you, like, hey, I need you to come talk to our group. Um, I'm interested in who that group is, um, and she said, hey, I want you to hit on some things that my team is struggling with.
1: Sure. And, and yeah.
0: what did she, and just give us background, I guess, on how, how you got this gig. You don't have to name the company or go, yep. go talk about things you don't want to. Um, but what did she ask you to talk about? Because everybody well, listening needs this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, big company. And I would prefer to, to, to keep it anonymous now. But like you said, everyone knows it. How it came about was exactly what I just talked about a personal relationship. So, um, this lady and, and I met years ago and there was there was she believed just like you just said she believed in what i was doing in a basketball environment and she saw the vision of what i was doing in a basketball environment and then understood that what i was doing in a basketball environment was much bigger than basketball mm-hmm. and um so yeah she 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 leads the team and um, she asked me to come in and not, to start with her team and with the, with the goal of starting with her team, moving up, starting with the team that she leads, moving up to the team that she's on, which would be obviously led by her leader, and then moving up to their leader. And so um, moving up within this organization as far as the people that I impact and, and connect with. And so um, I asked her, I said, okay, that's, that's perfect. I would love to do that. What would you, as the leader of your team, like to see as the objectives or or the takeaways from, you know, what we would do? And this will will be a two-day deal. I'll come out there. It'll basically be an on-site. Well, they'll come to work their normal hours, but, but, you know, we'll do our thing from 9 to 4.30 for two days. What would you like your objectives to be or what are the issues or behaviors you see? And she wrote me back. She said, um, value, trust. This is within her team. Value, trust, communication, and empowerment was the way that she worded that last one, and in empowerment, right. she spoke about how her team is very passionate, both as individuals and collectively as a team, and sometimes they don't feel like they have the backing of the organization as a as a company um, because you know they are passionate about some things that are going to directly affect the the person that's buying the consumer. Um, and a lot of times the company may just be concerned about right. what's going to make money. Value,
0: tr- <laughs> value trust, communication, and empowerment. I, I, I want to, a, I want, is yeah. how, those are the four things. Yep. Let yep. me ask, let me ask you this. Uh, how big is this IT team that you're talking with? How many? Oh, different? Oh, perfect. That's what I thought not, you'd say. So, it's not, it's not, not. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's what I thought you say. That's not an IT. You're not going to talk to an IT, IT. Is, it an team it to is, a bunch of geeks? It is not an IT okay. team, no. Now, most no. <laughs> of the people that listen to maybe half of the people, I could guess. I don't have the analytics on it. Let's say half of the people that listen to these podcasts are IT. That's the world I uh, am in and the people I'm connected with mostly on LinkedIn. Everything you just talked about, IT people deal with every day. It's, sure. not, it's not a sales team. It's not an executive team. It's not a business product development team. It, it is all of those and it is the IT department. It is, it is yeah. the person sitting in a cubicle that doesn't feel valued, that doesn't have the trust, that doesn't know how to communicate or doesn't know how to receive the communication or have that, those open lines of communication with people or it's the empowerment of what they're building and maybe uh, some ideas and some creativity on how to build it better or some other technical things that will make the product better. All of that. So uh, what, I'm, what I'm learning is, man, it's, 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 uh, it's industry-wide. It's, it's company-wide, all these problems, right? I mean, she yeah. reached out to you and said, this is what we need, and I deal with that every day, and I see it yeah. every day, and I am living yeah. that every day. So it is, yeah.
1: it's for everybody. It's and and that is why when I say statements like you know if, if a business person asks me you know well, who's your target market and my response is everybody well that's not don't a business person doesn't want to hear that because a business person wants to hear you know a target market and a demographic and how you you know like right, right. who are you really talking to and, and like I can say that. And that's going to change the next conversation (laughs) or that's going to change the next day because everybody needs this. And you said something in our uh, previous um, podcast or previous recording that didn't, that didn't go well. You said something that actually inspired me. You said, you said that, um, how do you consistently find ways to plug into what inspires you? Mm. And you said, I did that for you. You know, you were talking about, finding a way to get out of the call or whatever because you were in a rut or whatever. And, and that stood out to me because that is what I do. You know, that is what people who are, quote unquote, motivational speakers do. I just don't want to be a motivational speaker. I don't want to come in and give you a shot in the arm. I want to be that consistent. And that's why that statement stood out to me is because I know what I plug into that keeps me inspired. When I wake up in the morning and I do my warrior wake up and I'm listening to my inspiration or watching a Ted Talk or or Tim Bill you or a Tom Bill you whoever it is that day that moment I know what inspires me. You know what inspires you. There's a ton of people who don't. That's why we didn't talk about this but the title of my book is going to be the things we know and do not do. Hmm. As yeah. we know we know we know it all, I, you know i don't I don't and I don't believe in that statement of you know better when you know better, you do better. I don't believe that because we all know i I think we talked about this the other day, we know how to lose twenty pounds, we just don't do the things that's necessary to do it <laughs> right right <laughs> so yeah we we it's, know these things, we just don't do it
0: yeah, so it's but but to circle back on this talk, so um, like all those things, the trust, the communication, and you and i, I uh, you and i are very similar in terms of writing things down in little phrases and it's all it's you know it's funny the let me circle back to the name of your book right we all know this stuff but and mm. i'm i'm listening to this stuff that inspires me and i wake up and listen to gary v or ed Milette or the uh Um, I'm forgetting the gentleman's name that it's got an Italian name. Um, you know,
1: um, yes,
0: the Cordon and some of those guys, these people that we listen to that inspire me. I'm like, man, I know that, or I've heard that a hundred times (laughs) and I'm not living that. I'm not doing that. I'm not executing on that. Um, but the way they phrase it or hearing it a different way or hearing it in a basketball sense from you right of of you know being selfish or knowing you know that whole idea of Michael Jordan or the the stories that we heard from Kobe Bryant when he was on with um Lewis Howes like mm-hmm. and that inspires me or gets me but I've heard that all before but it's amazing yeah. it, you and I both say this it's uh and I've, maybe I've stolen it from you and I've just started saying it <laughs>
1: simple not easy <laughs>
0: it's, I mean this stuff is
1: easy this stuff is easy what we're doing sure it is no it's no, no it's, it's so simple. hard it's simple it's, it's simple, simple. It's simple. It's not easy.
0: It's not it's, easy. Let me tell you this. I am 45 years old. I have a horribly bad lower back that I'll throw out once or twice a year. I eat fry. I'm, I'm terribly out of shape, even though I can't put on weight. Right. And I get, but I get up early. Right. And so I'm sitting there and a month ago at 430 in the morning, I get in my car and I get to a CrossFit gym at 450 in the morning. And I walk into this CrossFit gym and workout And there, there, this is no joke. There is a seven month old. There is a lady who is seven months pregnant mm. at this gym at five in the morning doing CrossFit mm. and mm. hammering it and hammering yeah. me. And I'm looking at her and I'm doing all this stuff. And this guy, this gentleman comes up to me that invited me. He was like, George, you've done the hardest thing. The hardest thing is just getting here, getting, here. getting there is the hardest thing. And it is so simple. Some of the choices that I have to make in my life to have a better life, to have more of an impact, to be more connected with my family, my community, my employers, my clients are super simple. It is getting in the car at 445 and getting my ass to the gym and executing and and kind of competing with life. But I don't because it's so, it's hard, right? And and I say this to the groups I work out. Basketball is really easy. It is easy. It is just the time, the execution, and being uh, deliberate in, in what you're trying to do, right? And it's yes. the same thing in life and everything you're saying. Like the CrossFit stuff, it's hard, but it's, but it's easy, but it's easy, but it's easy, but it's really hard. And that, that's, I've stolen that from you, and I've used that, and I think you're absolutely right in, 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 in what you're saying. And in terms of the title of your book, um, and those are your experiences. So I want to make sure I get your title exactly right. What is the title?
1: The Things We Know and Do Not Do. And, and, and it is. Just that simple. Just that simple. The Things We Know and Do Not Do. We, we know. And it's actually, I'll, I'll, I'll be a, um, admit right here, it is a play. I watched Jerry Maguire a few months ago. And it is a spin off of if you remember his dissertation when he left was entitled "The Things We Think and Do Not Say." Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was when he wrote his little you know I'm tired of working at this big firm that doesn't care about the athletes. I want to work for a firm a firm that you know I can have relationships, connection, and and actually care about the guys that I'm working with and working for. Mm-hmm. That was what that was what he titled it, "The Things We Think and Do Not Say." And so I took that and I said, okay, I like that. And, and yeah but we also know a lot of things that we don't do um and so i'll 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 ask right now and i know we're on the clock i'll ask right now i remember you speaking about that you told me about that or or said that on here on the podcast and you said you were going to get up and start going have you yes sir i have i have been and i'll tell you what i'm it's let me tell you why and we got we
0: got we got two minutes and i think you (laughs) i think you'll agree with this because i one, you got to figure out what inspires you and motivates you and, and, and can get you going every day. I'm telling you what, when that alarm goes off and I get up early to re- regardless, right? It's the yeah. difference of sitting on my couch and flipping through Instagram or being in the gym and improving myself. That's, yeah. that's the decision I have to make. Yeah. Right? And so I've made the decision like, no, I'm going to get my ass to the gym and I'm going to work out. But now... I've got a. Now I'm not like these people, you know, aren't inviting me over to Christmas dinner, but I do sense a, a community of people Absolutely. that are kind of waiting on me. They're not, yeah. but you get that. And I'm going into a gym where we're all doing the same thing. We're all, I, we did a workout yesterday. It was a 40 and it was hard. And the people that were pushing it with maximum weight that they could do that were super impressive. were waiting for me to finish. And we're sitting there with me and encouraging me. And there's something about, you know, doing something together with a community where you're a kind of accountable to one another, but there's an encouragement to it. It's hard. You're improving. I'm here to watch your improvement. I'm here to encourage your improvement. I'm here with you. That, that gets me up at four 30 and says, I'm going right. It's the, I'm telling you right now, it's the lady that is seven months pregnant that is grinding it so hard, and you're—I'm sitting there going, well, "What's my effing
1: excuse?" <laughs> you know what? You know
0: what I mean? Like I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 190, 45 years old with a bad back, and I just want to sit and drink coffee and flip through Instagram. Where there's a lady yeah. that could give birth <laughs> during this hour, she, <laughs> could, she could go into labor, right? And she's sitting there doing power cleans of like 185. Yeah. What's my deal, right? Why can't I better yeah. myself? Um, and I think it's, it's not the CrossFit thing, but I think it's the sitting in my cubicle, right? Of, yeah.
1: a, of a shared suffering, shared environment. That's shared the easy. En- that's the easy. That, what you just said, is the difference between simple and easy. Simple is getting up and going to the gym with this lady who's busting her hump while she's literally growing another person inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. like, that, that, that's the simple thing to do the easy thing to do is to sit in your cubicle and drink coffee and scroll through your Instagram. That is the difference between simple and easy. Mm -hmm. That is the difference. Right. That is it. The simple thing is is the simple thing is actually the more difficult thing. It's actually the harder thing, which is why people don't do it because people, the easy thing to do is let me, I can just sit here and I can be in my own world and I can entertain myself by scrolling through somebody else's world. No. who's probably who's probably doing the things that I should be doing <laughs> or, 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 right. at least, or, or at least that's what they're posting they're posting that they're doing the things that I should be doing so now I don't even know whether George man there's, there, there's so much depth to this like your community statement of course of course, because we are all individuals, but we all love that team. This is why me, as a non-business person, as an athlete for all of my life, can walk into a corporation of guys that are ladies that have never played a sport in their life and we can connect because mm-hmm. it's not the content of the story. It's not me running up and down the court. It's me being able to draw out emotion in them that they can relate to also being on the team. Mm-hmm. We're all a part of a community. And, and uh, again, this is Alice in the rabbit hole right here. This is what's wrong with our country. Because we're so divided as individuals now that no one knows what team they're on. So now it's literally survival of the fittest. Because again, when, when the ish hits the fan, mm-hmm. everything turns intrinsic and we go into our reptile ma- uh, mode where I gotta protect myself. I got to protect myself. And if I got to protect myself, I'm either going to isolate myself with this very small group of people who think like me, believe like me, or it's me against the world. Like mm-hmm. George, man. But again, this, this is not rocket science. It's simple. We just, it's, it's people, bro. It's, it's, people. it's, it's people. people. It's people. It's <laughs> people. Listen, listen.
0: We, uh, this is what I love about our conversations is one, I have no idea where we're going to end up, <laughs> which is absolutely cool with me. Uh, two, we could go on for hours and hours and hours. Uh, and three, I feel like I get a therapy session. It doesn't cost me any money. Uh, people get. Let to me let me, let me touch on this,
1: George. I promise yep. I'm gonna shut up after this because there's so much, and I'm, I'm I just get to the point now where I write down. I wanna I wanna talk about this on another episode as well. You mentioned this therapy. It is not therapy. What it is is it's real conversation. Hmm. You and I are having real conversation, but because we're stuck in between these two mediums of small talk and therapy, Mm -hmm. and real conversation happens so far and few between, when we find ourselves in real conversation, which is ultimately connection and relationship, it often feels therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Come on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, perfect. Perfect. Mr. Wells. Perfect. All right, listen, I'm going to wrap
0: this up. Jason and I will be back on next week. I promise. Um, cause I, listen, if, if you listen to this and don't get the value out of it, uh, you know, I apologize. And again, if this is a one person audience for me to get juiced up leading into a Friday and my weekend, I get to spend time with my kids. And listen, I'm a, i am I know our, our time crunch. You've got to figure out what inspires you. Like not talking to Jason, talking to me, and talking to people, like you've got to figure out what gives you the goosebumps, which gets you out of bed at 430, which gets you to noon, which gets you to your weekend where you're just excited about the people that you're connected with, your community, your family, whomever else, like Jason does that for me. And that's, the, that's my whole point. Now, Is Jason the only person that I'm plugged into? No, like I figure out all this other stuff, um, you know, whether that be Lewis Howes or Gary Vanderchuk or these other people I listen to or the books I read. So and I I want to wrap this up with one thing. We're six minutes over. Um, you are finishing up or about to finish up a, a website, right? There are ways for people to to track you down to one. I think you are putting our podcast our, our our
1: content up mm-hmm. on there,
0: right? Your our videos. Yep.
1: What what yep. is the website? So it's it's my name, it's JasonWells.com. jaysonwell J A Y S O N W E L L S dot com. And Perfect. yeah, it it's up. It, it's it's up and live yeah today is the first day i'm excited um uh, there's a tab there for our podcast and it's actually the audio versions now which is why i asked you for those um so it's the audio versions of our podcast are, are connected to it um yeah and i'm, I'm excited
0: okay yeah. so jay um, we'll, we'll continue to plug that um as jason and i continue with these podcasts because i uh I I'm going to be selfish because I get a lot of value out of it and I hope you do as well. And I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to run this race with Jason as long as he'll continue to find time for us. Uh, because I'm I'm excited. About, you know, what we need to do is this, we need to do these on Mondays because it, it sets the table for the week. That's the bookend to start the week. And then we need to, you know, maybe do it on a Friday just to set the table. with that. Figure out what inspires you, figure out what motivates you, figure out what makes you a better person, a better employee, a better, better of service for your clients, your family, your community, everything. And Jason does that for me. I hope he does for you. So with that, I'm, uh, I'm not going to plug anything else, um, other than your website, jasonwells.com it's up, it's live. You can get all his content, uh, content. And if you are a company listening to this, he is, listen, Jason is going out to a substantial company in the next month or so to give a workshop, however you want to flag that. Um, which means that if this company finds value in Jason, your company does as well. And I hope your company would find value in, in, in what we do as well. But just for Jason, he if that company finds value in what he's doing, your company, you if you are a person that makes those decisions, he does for your company as well, like flat out. Um, so with that, Jason, I appreciate your time. I know we rehat. We tried to rehash an episode we did two or three days ago and we did not do that at all. Um, so but yep. that's fine. There's plenty of content. There's plenty of room, uh, uh for the conversation. So I appreciate sure, man. you, man. I hope you have a great yeah, I week. Got you,
1: bro. All okay. right. Thank you. Yep.